Two Old Geezers is an audio play written by Nick Forster, inspired by Christopher Ryan and loosely based upon a true story. Well, I'll be buggered. Look at you! <laughs> Christ, mate. How long has it been, huh? <laughs> Just let me sit down. Oh. <laughs> That's better. Must be, what, 40 years, is it? Yep. You haven't changed a bit. Huh? I've always been a wrinkled-up old fart. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, I could pass for a prune. Oh, never. You're the wrong colour. Prunes are usually dark. Uh, Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You still got that twinkle in your eye? Where? My hearing ain't the best. What was that? Twinkle. Twinkle in your eye. Twinkle? Oh, twinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That went out a few years back. Hasn't pointed north for some time now. Have you tried Viagra? So I took a pill that stuck in my throat. I had a stiff neck for ages. <laughs> you know, they give it to blokes in nursing homes, you know. Just before they go to bed, stops them falling out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. This is a great park. Do you remember in the summer holidays when we worked here? We used to have a couple at the cafe, and I almost collided with Kennedy's brother coming out with his bodyguards, you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was just after that business in America where he, he hightailed it after crashing up a bridge. You know, left the girl behind. Anyway, tell me what happened after that, after you left. When was the last time we spoke? You know, face to face. About four seconds ago. <laughs> no, before that. Well, must have been just after we left drama school, yeah. Forty years back. And we said we'd keep in touch and... And you buggered off. So, tell me what happened. Well, I hung about for a while trying to get work. And mm-hmm. what with the weather and the traffic and the sodding around, I was going through a bad time with Angela. Uh, I thought, bugger this for a game of cards. So, Canada or Australia? Uh, Australia. It's a damn sight warmer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Went to the Australian embassy, had an interview and got accepted. When I got there, didn't have much cash, so I took a job as a lifeguard on Bondi Beach. Oh, yes. Well, I was a good swimmer, had a few certificates. I thought, bugger acting, you spend more of your working life not working, waiting for that call that never comes. <laughs> Bondi, girls, sunshine and good mates. Met my wife and have three kids all in their 30s. Two boys and a girl. Did your wife come with you? No. No, she um, died two years ago. Cancer. My son came with me, though. I'm sorry to hear that. No, I quite like him, actually. I felt a bit lost for a while, but my kids said, come on, Dad, snap out of it, and here I am. Did you marry? Yeah, yeah, three times. (laughs) That was enough. (laughs) I got five kids. Cost me a bloody fortune. You know, I I always meant to contact you. Mm -hmm. You've done all right, old son. Ruddy celebrity you are. Thought you probably wouldn't even want to know me. How can you think that? Doesn't mean a bloody thing. I'm a commodity. You're my closest friend. You were the one that buggered off. So I've done okay, yeah, yeah, but I, I like to think I still have my feet on the ground. Yeah. The older you get, the bigger the bloody puzzle. Yeah, I try not to think about it. I get up in the morning, feed the cat, take all my pills, daily constitutional, go to the library. Well, whatever happened to that ugly girl you was bonking? She was a librarian, wasn't Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you married her, hey? Not bloody likely. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see you wriggle. Yeah. 
Oh, we had a few laughs at drama school, eh? Yeah. Oh, didn't we? You remember... What was his name? Uh, you remember Jono? When he was getting into his Hamlet bit and he held the skull and then dropped the bloody thing and it bounced into the audience and landed in some poor woman's lap. <laughs> we had half the front row on their knees looking for it. Yeah. Poor woman didn't know what to do. <laughs> I think she just handed it back. Yeah, <laughs> Or that big bowl of salad when we were doing Charlie's Aunt. Remember that? Charlie's there was a bloody great plastic turtle oh. <laughs> <laughs> hidden under the lettuce. <laughs> oh, Susie and Joanne. She had a complexion like a peach. You know? Yeah. Yeah, all fuzzy and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Susie. She was lovely. I fancied her. Mate, you fancied anything. <laughs> was that in Charlie's Aunt? I can't remember. Jono was in the year below us, wasn't he? Mm, yeah, yeah, Mr. Twizzle, I think we named him. Yeah, he finally came out of the cupboard, didn't he? <laughs> I thought he was a one of I mean, hey. <laughs> Must have got a bit stuffy for him. What was he doing in the cupboard? He was pretending to be heterosexual, wasn't he? Mm. What do you reckon on all this LBGT stuff then? Isn't it LGBT? Oh, I don't know. Why were the fuss? Gay guys and girls and trainers have been around for years. I'm, I was sharing a dressing room with five once. Campers are raw tense. What they do with their genitalia is up to them, as long as they don't dangle it in front of me. What are you looking at? Well, I shouldn't think there's much chance of them dangling at you. <laughs> How's your liver, mate? Huh? How's your liver? What? Liver. Oh, 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 oh liver. Well, well, it's still there. Why do you ask? Well, how's yours? You used to knock it back a bit in the old days, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, well... I reached a point when I thought, hang on, this is enough. Booze makes you think you're attractive to women. <laughs> Does if they're pissed. Beauty is in the eyes of the beer holder. It makes you think you can talk to people without spitting. I knocked it on the edge years ago. Uh, the older you get, the more bloody complaints you get. TB or not TB. That is congestion. <laughs> oh, I don't know, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. A thousand natural shocks that flashes air to you. Do you get up three or four times at night to have a piss? Oh, yeah, the bloody prostate. A lot of blokes don't understand the importance of a prostate exam, but they get it in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went for a routine checkup the other day. He stuck his finger right up my ass. I'm never going back to that dentist. <laughs> what are you, where, where are you living now? Are you here for good or are you going back? I don't know yet. Jeez. I tell you, this place has changed here, hasn't it? Mm, the Olympics changed a few things. Stratford East 15. I didn't have a clue where I was. Didn't even recognise the place. Theatre seems to have survived. You know, the craze used to go there. Don't know if they ever watched anything, but they liked to hang about in the bar. Never had any bother there. I heard that some R blokes came in one evening and offered the barman protection. Barman mentioned it to one of the craze. He never heard any more about it. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> Good old days, eh? came over one more time before I dropped off the perch. Yeah, yeah. You remember Cynthia? 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 Oh, wait a minute, Cynthia. Yeah. Oh, Cynthia with the extra large knockers. Yeah, I remember when we were rehearsing King Leah. She said she had a cough. I said, I rubbed Vic on her chest. <laughs> you said that now, you'd be classed as sexual harassment. A woman's cleavage is something you can approve of and look down on at the same time. <laughs> 
It's odd, you know, a bloke talks dirty to a woman and it's sexual harassment. Then when a woman talks dirty to a bloke, it's five quid a minute. Cynthia, yeah, yeah. She passed away two years ago. It's a bit ironic. She died in the living room, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was a nice girl. Good little actress, actually. I saw her a few times on the box in Oz. You can't say bugger all these days without being accused of being racist or sexist. Well, what, what do you want to say? Oh, nothing in particular. You know, if I wanted to say something, I couldn't say what I was thinking. Well, it depends on what you're thinking. I'll be arrested if I say what I was thinking sometimes. You know what I mean. You must think carefully so as not to offend anyone. Mm. Well, do you want to offend someone? No, no, not intentionally, but, you know, people are so bloody precious these days, aren't they? So quick to jump up and yell fascist or racist or sexist, whatever. And yet, you know, on the ABC or commercial TV and in most films, everything's effing this and effing that and the, well, the C word, that's getting quite popular these days, isn't it? I'm sure that sets a great example to kids. You said that 40 years ago on there, you'd have been banned for life. Does it, does it offend you? Fuck no. Then what are you moaning at? No, I'm not moaning. I'm just, you know, expressing my opinion of double standards. Well, I'm offended. What? Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, what about sex? You know, you see more women flashing their tits off and bouncing up and down stark naked on some bloke's winky, <laughs> screaming, yes, yes, yes. If that was on TV or film 50 years ago, it caused a major riot. Oh, you know, I'd be disgusted if some gorgeous woman was naked and bouncing up and down on me. <laughs> you know, there's three words a woman hates to hear whilst bonking. What's that? Honey, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Things have changed, you know. When I look back and think what life was like in our day, it was a lot simpler. You know, shops closed for lunch, Wednesdays a half day, and Sunday was closed all day. Chicken was a luxury. You arranged to meet someone and they turned up. <laughs> the milkman had a horse and cart. You, you could park your car on any street in London and it didn't cost you. If you did something wrong as a kid and a copper caught you, well, he'd clip you around the ear and tell you to behave yourself and bugger off. At school, if you got the cane, well, the last person you'd tell would be your old man. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I used to help the milkman deliver on his rounds and he'd give me a bottle of orange juice or whatever, you know. And at the end of his round, he would park his horse and bugger off up the road for about 40 minutes, leaving me sitting on the cart, staring at the horse's ass, And it was constantly farting. <laughs> you knew when he was going to do it too. No, no word of a lie, his tail would go up, his <laughs> bum hole would pout like as if he was going to blow you a kiss, and then... Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Horses' farts don't smell too bad. <laughs> really? I haven't actually had the pleasure of inhaling it, equine wind, so I can't <laughs> say. <laughs> I suppose it's all the hay and carrots. You yeah, know? yeah, I reckon. You know, I was about eight, and only twig many years later that he was having a bit of rumpy-pumpy, you know, upholding the image of the stereotypical milkman of that era. If that horse had decided to move off, <clears throat> I wouldn't have been able to stop it. Clip-clopping down the bloody high street with me tugging on the reins. Thankfully, that didn't happen. I've often wondered at a horse race if they see police horses the side of the track. Do they slow down? <laughs> oh, I don't think so. I don't think so, no. <laughs> the last time I put a bet on a horse, I thought it would be a photo finish. But the time it took my horse to cross the finishing line, it was too dark to take the bleeding pictures. Steam trains, you know. 
respect for women and cops. Then the 60s come in and it changed. Mm. I seem to remember you were up there with that, you know, a bit, a bit of a hippie in the 70s. They used to say hippies were like bears. They hug, eat honey and sit in the woods. <laughs> I never shat in the woods. What about that time we were rehearsing in Midsummer Night's Dream in Epping Forest? All right, well, maybe once, but let's not go there. Well, you didn't. It stank. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Things have changed. And not always for the better. You know what pisses me off? Being unnoticed by women or looked upon differently. Mm-hmm. I was standing on the train and this lovely young girl, she was looking at me. <laughs> she, she smiled and I smiled back and then she got up and said, please have a seat. <laughs> and did you? I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But her gesture was well meant, so I sat on her lap. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have done a lap dance. <laughs> you know when you're growing old, when the little old lady you helped across the road is your wife. <laughs> that reminds me, this elderly woman in church turns to her husband and whispers, I just did a silent fart, what should I do? He says, get a new battery for your hearing aid, dear. <laughs> Regular naps prevent old age, you know. Especially if you're driving. <laughs> If my forehead gets any more wrinkles, I'll be able to screw my hat on. (laughs) What worries me, you know, what worries me is this bloody Alzheimer's. I don't want to be some doddery old fart who can't remember anything. Why are you looking at me like that? What? What's the matter? You, you, you... Ah, well. See, I'm in the early stages of doddery old fartdom. Doctors say I've maybe a year or so before it gets really bad. Oh, mate, mate, that's no good. But there's nothing wrong with your memory, it's fine. Uh, I forget recent things, you know, and my thoughts, they become muddled. My son had to come with me, I couldn't have travelled alone. Uh, but you're alone now? No. No, he's sitting on a bench in the park somewhere. Oh, I am sorry, my dear friend, but, but don't give up hope. You know, I wanted to see you, you know, before it gets too bad and I won't remember you. But they're working on stuff now that they, they can prolong it. Well, I want to go while I still know who I am. I'm 70 now and my free score years and 10 had a pretty good life. There's always hope, old mate. You know what pisses me off? Quite a few things by the sound of it. I don't know, but you're going to tell me. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I don't want to be a grumpy old fart, but I don't want to put my family through my gradual decay. (laughs) Sound like you're a tooth. Yeah, yeah, big horrible yellow one. (laughs) I had a tooth pulled out, and I complained about the fact that Dendy's got a hundred quid for a minute's work. So he pulled it out slowly for me to get my money's worth. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can't jump off this planet legally. What do you mean? What What are you on about? You still have your faculties. Your mind is still sharp and you you look fit for a man of your age. Mm. Ironic, isn't it? I intended to take drugs, an overdose, you know, but you could wake up in a worse condition. I think you've been a bit premature. They have drugs which can help. In another five years, they'll they'll have the answer, I'm sure. I don't know. I wouldn't bank on it. You know, they've been saying that for a long time. I need to go while I have some ability Mm. to make my own last exit. Stage right. So how would you do it? I wouldn't do it. No, hypothetically. In other words, give you a few ideas how you can 
bump yourself off. Look, mate, I've got this bloody oh, thing. Look, I can't even remember the name of it. Hang on. It's... Dementia. Yeah, yeah, dementia. And I want to get out while the going's good and I'm not a burden on my kids and I don't end up staring at a wall incontinent like a vegetable. What, like a carrot or a swede? No, I was thinking more like a turnip. Come on, Mike, you're getting morbid. No, Mark, I've given it a lot of thought. I need to get a hold of the stuff they use to put dogs down. I took my bulldog to the vet because he was cross-eyed. Picked him up and he said, oh, man, I'll have to put him down. Yeah, yeah, I know, because he was getting a bit heavy. <laughs> he was called Omega. <laughs> I know, because he was a watchdog, right? <laughs> I reckon. I... OK, stick to the script, gentlemen. On second thoughts, we'll take a break there. Be back at two. Yeah, look... Can't we have a happy ending to this instead of him jumping in front of a truck in Malebone Road? Couldn't he stop off at a massage parlor? I didn't write this, Tony. I'm just the director. And you were the actor. What do you want to happen? Is very godmother to turn up? No. Not really. Not a very uplifting sort of subject. Here, Jerry, fancy a quick lunch at the two ships? Oh, no, mate. I said I'd meet Mary when we have a break, you know? I would like to go to Australia one day. Got a friend of mine out there. Well, piss off then. Nobody's stopping you. You know, you'd miss me. <laughs> Back soon, have one for me, eh? Where are you going, anyway? Oh, I'll go down this way. Two Old Geezers was performed by Nick Forster, Jerry Redford and Melinda Arnold, with narration by Lef Kingsford-Smith. It was recorded at the Sydney Sound Brewery in Sydney, Australia, and produced by Jerry Redford. <laughs>